It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com/slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds Podcast here on a Thursday. We're going to talk about a win over the Milwaukee Brewers, a beautiful pitching performance by Vladimir Gutierrez. Goody was Gucci on Wednesday, and we're going to look at this rubber match in which the Reds have a chance to take two out of three from the NL Central leaders. Before we get to all of that, though, make sure you are following the podcast on all the many podcasting providers. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. We like to keep the conversation going during the game and sometimes during the off days as well. They're on Twitter. Plus, you can also get your comments, questions, reactions, whatever you've got into the Locked On Reds line. Jeff's Junk Mail segment coming up for you on tomorrow's podcast. So get those in to 513-549-0159. Get it. Give you a little bit of a taste of Jeff's junk mail later on in today's episode as we look at a thought while the Reds are still playing the Brewers the uh, one more day. Uh, have they ever beaten Josh Hader? We'll look at that later on in today's podcast. But I want to start by looking at this beautiful performance by Vladimir Gutierrez. Obviously, career highs here with seven innings and seven strikeouts. What? A job he had on the mound. Now, it wasn't without base runners and it wasn't without runs. He gave up two earned runs, six hits, and three walks, but he was able to limit the damage and he was super efficient. I tweeted this out after the third inning. He had already given up a run and three hits and a hit batsman in the first three innings, and he had only pitched 31 pitches and gotten through those three innings. I don't know how you do that, especially in today's game where everybody likes to nibble, especially guys from the Reds bullpen. Uh, We won't get into that, though, because we're happy. This is happy. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. Yeah. Talking about Gutierrez and that wonderful performance. His curveball was on fire, man. It was on point. The Brewers did not know what to do with it. He was able to get it in for plenty of called strikes. He got plenty of swings and misses as well. Just working it low in the zone, he also was able to slide his slider in underneath the strike zone, like what I did there. Kept his breaking pitches down, 
He kept his fastball up. His fastball averaged around 92 miles an hour. It touched just under 95. It was like 94.7, according to StatCast. So not the fastest of fastballs, but the velocity difference between his four-seamer and his curveball is the key. And Barry Larkin was talking about if you watch his delivery, it is always the same. He's always coming directly at the plate. He's not falling off to the left. He's not, you know, doing something wonky on different pitches. He has the same delivery, same arm slot for everything, and that is plenty deceptive to hitters. So even though he is a rookie, he is pitching very well. There are peripherals and some concerns. His exit velocity is still a tick above uh, league average. So you're, you you kind of want to see that come down a bit. You kind of want to see the walk percentage come down, but he is able to get those strikeouts as well. Seven strikeouts on the night, just a wonderful performance by the rookie in a spot where yesterday with Sonny Gray going down in, in, you know, it was announced that he was placed on the injured list with a strain groin, probably something he'll miss at least one or two starts with. So you, you need other guys to step up, and Goody stepped up in a big way. Goody is Gucci, man. Goody is Gucci. Plus, I mean, I mean, just the idea that you were able to get a win without using TJ Antone or Lucas Sims out of the bullpen is important enough. So those guys are ready. Now, TJ Antone was starting to warm up there in the ninth inning because Heath Henry ran into a little bit of a trouble. He he gave up a monster solo shot to Dan Vogelbach, which, by the way, Dan Vogelbach is chonk. And dude absolutely crushes home runs. I mean, that was a moonshot of a solo shot. The good thing was it was only one run for the Brewers, and the Reds were able to to eke out that win using Amir Garrett and Heath Hembry out of the bullpen. Phenomenal night for a win. Now, we're going to talk about the rubber match here in just a moment. I did also want to make a mention early on in this game, the Brewers had a bit of a traumatic moment whenever Travis Shaw tried to dive for a ball down the third baseline. He actually gloved it, but the way that he fell he was kind of like flat, but his arm was turned in an awkward motion. If you did not see this video, he landed awkwardly on his shoulder. He had to come out of the game. He was down on the ground for a little while, and it it it, it just looked bad. Thankfully, it wasn't anything too crazy serious. Now, it was announced that he dislocated his left shoulder. So, I mean, you know, easy for me to say not serious. I, I didn't sit here and dislocate my left shoulder just podcasting right now. That would be interesting if that happened. But, uh, yeah, no, he uh, he was in a ton of pain. Like, you could see it on his face. He was experiencing some feelings that he had never experienced before and things that I'm sure he never wants to experience ever again. So, hopefully, he makes a quick recovery, does Travis Shaw, for the Milwaukee Brewers. But that kind of put a damper on things there for a moment. But the Reds got back to scoring runs after that and built a very comfortable 7-1 lead that then they just sort of held. And yeah, you saw a couple more runs from the Brewers. But by and large, this bullpen that is much maligned and much deserving for that malignment was able to maintain 
the lead. Now we head into the rubber match, the third game with La Piedra on the mound, going up against Freddy Peralta, and you've got TJ Antone and Lucas Sims loaded into the barrel and ready to go should you need them. We're going to talk about that game here in just a moment. But first, I had a question for you. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. Winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. When it comes to Stat Hero, you are in total control. It's the DFS the way it was meant to be one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on and sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That is unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. And if you're looking for a new part for your car, whether it be a classic car that you're trying to restore or your daily driver, the absolute best place to get that part is rockauto.com. It's a family-owned company that's been ran for over 20 years, and they know exactly what they're doing because they've got every single part for your car with reliably low prices. Whether you're looking for an engine part, maybe you're looking for a muffler, maybe you're looking for a brake pad, or maybe you just want some new carpet in your car, they've got it all at rockauto.com. Plus, an easy-to-use interface to help you find that part. So when you go to rockauto.com, in the checkout section and How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. Whether you're a grease monkey and you know exactly what you want, exactly what brand you want, Rock Auto can help you there. They've got all the best brands. Or... If you're a novice, you're just like, I just need this. I heard it's cheaper. Let's do it. Go to rockauto.com. And when you're checking out in the How'd You Hear About Us section, type in Locked On. Before I start breaking down this rubber match of the Reds and the Brewers, I wanted to mention too, I also, something I tweeted during the game, it was amazing to actually see Vladimir Gutierrez get seven innings. Got to give credit where credit is due. It seems like sometimes David Bell is a little quick with the hook on his starters, and that's been maybe part of the problem with the bullpen. Obviously, a huge part of the bullpen problem is the fact that they've got retreads and and throwaways and basically garage sale relief pitchers make up this entire bullpen but on the other side of things when you're looking at this David Bell could at least get a little bit more something out of his starters and Vladimir Gutierrez gave him every reason to leave him in Wednesday night and he did he didn't get antsy and he didn't pull him and for that I think he deserves a little bit of credit Now, that being said, part of it could have also been he just really, really didn't want to get into his bullpen. But, hey, you know what? Whatever. We 
got to give the guy a little bit of credit sometimes when he makes a good call. And then, of course, he made a double switch later on in the game. I I feel like David Bell makes a ton. Like, is there a resource out there? I've kind of tried to look this up a little bit, but I haven't really found anything. Does anybody keep track of all of the double switches that a manager makes? I feel like he's really high on the list. Like, maybe he's trying to hit a magic number that maybe he gets an extra incentive on. I, 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 I don't know. Whatever. That's just. Yeah, let's talk about Luis Castillo because his last outing was encouraging, a step in the right direction. I won't say what, you know, I said a couple of starts ago when I errantly said a particular direction that Luis Castillo was heading and then it all fell apart the next start. So hopefully he builds on that step in the right direction when he pitched well against the Cardinals last Friday night. Now, you'll remember that game because the bullpen really made us sweat there in the ninth inning because Anton and Sims weren't available. Now they are, and I kind of like that combination. You've got your three best pitchers. I know, statistically, Luis Castillo has not been the Reds' best pitcher this year, but talent-wise, I still believe he's the most talented pitcher on this roster. And then you can go to TJ Anton and Lucas Sims, And I feel like those three guys have a recipe to at least keep the Brewers at bay. Hopefully the Reds can get the bats going to give them enough run support. But we'll see how that all uh, boils down. We'll talk about Freddy Peralta here in just a minute. But I'm ready to go to the ballpark tomorrow, kick back with a fry box, and really enjoy this Luis Castillo start because his velocity has still been amazing on that fastball. He was averaging around 98 miles an hour on that fastball against the Cardinals. Now, the changeup still wasn't the superhuman changeup that we all know he has because he wasn't getting a lot of swings and misses on it. In fact, on the day, he only had five strikeouts. His strikeout total wasn't astronomical, which is not a Luis Castillo type thing. So we're still not thinking that this is the best form of Luis Castillo, but it's definitely the much better form than we've seen in other games because while he wasn't getting strikeouts, he was also limiting hard contact. He only allowed an average exit velocity on balls in play of 81 miles an hour. That is well below league average, and that is exactly what you want to see. If a guy is not getting swings and misses and strikeouts, at least he's inducing weak contact that his defense can then turn into outs. And that's exactly what was happening on Friday night and why he looked so much better against those bad birds in the Gateway City. So how does it translate today in this rubber match, a game that I really want to I mean, obviously, I want the Reds to win every game, but I really want them to win this game. I really want them to parlay a four-game sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals into a series win, two out of three, over the Brewers, and then set themselves up nicely for a fun weekend at the ballpark against the Road Rockies. We'll get into what the Road Rockies means in tomorrow's podcast, but essentially, it's good for the Reds. So this game is huge. How does Luis Castillo build on that momentum from his last start? And I kind of want to look at the matchups and kind of breaking them down. The nice thing is Luis Castillo will not have to worry about his kryptonite. Colton Wong is not in the lineup. 
Colton Wong has an amazing nine hits and 21 at-bats against Luis Castillo in his career. He's got a homer, a triple, two doubles. I mean, he just loves when he hits against Luis Castillo. But Colton Wong's not going to be in this game. Christian Yelich, he's got four hits and 18 at-bats. He does have a homer. And Aviciel Garcia round out the Brewers with home runs against Luis Castillo. He's got four hits and 12 trips to the plate against La Piedra. And you also kind of look at a couple of guys. Omar Narvaez is one for 10. You've got Dan Vogelbach is just 0 for 3. Probably see him again in this game. Uh, Travis Shaw, who is most likely not going to be playing today after that dislocated shoulder, he is 3 for 16 against Luis Castillo. And most of the other guys have 3 and 4 and 5 plate appearances, so they're not super important. But with Christian Yelich getting that double late in the game last night against Heath Hembree, that looks like a more confident. Christian Yelich at the plate. One thing that we've talked about with the Reds playing the Brewers in this series is when is Christian Yelich going to break out? When will that MVP form return? Hopefully it won't be today against Luis Castillo. And what will Castillo do against Willie Adamas? Because Willie Adamas didn't get out last night. Willie Adamas was just absolutely thrashing any Reds pitcher, Goody, Garrett, or Hembry at the plate, just on top of things last night. He, he was kind of saying like, hey, Reds, look at me. I'm that guy that uh, some people thought you should trade for. How you feel about me now? Ugh, whatever. All right, we're going to talk about Freddie Peralta here in just a minute. Before we jump into that, though, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the website that I trust with my sports wagering, and you should too. They've got lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. They've got plenty of football for when that comes back. You've got futures going on right now. You can take a look at like the Bengals win totals and things like that. Or if you're a fan of another NFL team, you can look at that too. Or You've got fighting like UFC and boxing. They've got it all at betonline.ag. And when you go there and set up your profile today, enter the promo code Locked On to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. That is 50% more on whatever you initially put in. Betonline.ag and the promo code Locked On. You can check out all the lines today. See where the Reds are. Maybe you want to take the money line. Maybe you're thinking that they've got a shot at hitting the run line too, the minus one and a half or the plus one and a half. Check them out today. Betonline.ag and set up your profile with the promo code Locked On to get more money into your account when you make that initial deposit. New game day shirt. Boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom, cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The Reds really have a tall task on the lineup side of things today against 
Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta has turned himself into a very, very good pitcher over the last two years. Of course, the pandemic shortened season. And then now, because you look at his stats and you see that low ERA and you see the fact that his last start, he flirted with a no-no. But it's also looking at the peripherals, looking at what StatCast has to offer, talking about some of the expected statistics. They just show that he's not getting lucky. In fact, his expected ERA is right at 2.47, i.e. his 2.25 ERA isn't far off. His expected batting average against 157, he's got a strikeout percentage of 36.9 i.e. 37% of the time, he is getting a strikeout. That is absolutely phenomenal and something that the Reds are going to have to account for because the only weakness when you look at Freddie Peralta's game, he gives up a little bit of hard contact, but nothing crazy. His exit velocity, average exit velocity allowed is right there at league average, maybe just a tick below it. His weakness is walks. His weakness is how many pitches he throws. The Reds are going to have to be patient today. Going to have to see a lot of patient at-bats. I know that it's a lot of fun whenever the guys jump on that first pitch, but Freddie Peralta's not a get-me-over kind of guy. He's a work-around-the-edges-of-the-strike-zone kind of guy. He usually throws that four-seamer and that slider most of the time. He'll sprinkle in a change-up and a curve, but here's the deal. He doesn't have a weak pitch in that arsenal. I mean, all of his pitches, the expected stats are tiny, whether it's expected batting average, expected slugging. The the highest expected slugging is on his fastball at 334. That is amazing. That's absolutely phenomenal. So the Reds are going to have to be patient and wait for their pitch. The last time that they faced Freddy Peralta, they worked four walks. That's the most walks that he's given up in a start in the last month and a half. So they got to continue what they did then. And they ended up turning that into two runs off of Peralta. That's more than he normally gives up. Obviously, that's why the ERA is so tiny. This is going to be a tough start because not only are the Reds, uh, is TJ Antone and Lucas Sims ready to go after Luis Castillo, who will hopefully pitch well, But the Brewers did not get Devin Williams or Josh Hader going on on Wednesday's game either. So this rubber match is going to be a really big struggle with the pitching. I'm expecting a pitcher's duel, low-scoring affair. This might be a 2-1 game, maybe even a 1-0 game. I know how rare those are, despite the fact that we hear about how advantageous pitching is compared to hitting nowadays, but I'm expecting a low scoring game in this one because both teams have their A game bullpen guys ready and they're pitching some really talented dudes. Freddie Peralta is not their most talented starter, but he is very talented nonetheless. And you've got Luis Castillo, who I would argue is the Reds most talented starter, despite the numbers on his season thus far. So I'm very excited to see how this turns out. When I look at the matchups too, the the Reds lineup against Freddy Peralta, the guy who is the most successful against him is Tucker Barnhart. He's got four hits and 10 at-bats. He does have a homer. He is one of just a couple of Reds to have homered 
off of Freddie Peralta and the three. Here's the list. Tucker Barnhart, Jesse Winker, and Nick Senzel. One of those guys isn't playing tomorrow for sure, and that's Nick Senzel. Now, it's also worth noting that Shogo Akiyama has a 1,000 batting average against him. He's one for one, you know, whatever. That's beside the point. He also has a walk, too. Two plate appearances total. He's got a hit and a walk. I kind of like those odds. Let's see if maybe he gets the start tomorrow. Now, I know you're going to say, oh, boo, 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 this, that, and the other. I don't know. I just want to see Shogo play. I love watching him play. I, I think he is a great player who deserves a chance. Okay, maybe not great play. Great might be, like, overselling it a little bit. But I still believe that Shogo Akiyama deserves more playing time than he's getting. I, I feel like Tyler Naquin is a solid center fielder, but it's not like his stats are telling me that he deserves 90% of the playing time to Shogo's 10%. Shogo deserves more playing time. And maybe he'll get some today. All right, real quick, before we end today's podcast, I had a question. This was a DM from Nick. He was asking me this. Have the Reds, and it's a little bit longer, but I'm going to sum it up to basically this. Have the Reds ever beaten Josh Hader? Now, the caveat of beaten kind of carries with it a lot of stuff, but there's only one time in the career of Josh Hader that he has blown a game to the Cincinnati Reds. He entered into a tie game back in 2017. His first season, his rookie year. You got to go to September 4th of 2017. I was at this game. I remember it vividly. And it is the one guy in uh, recent Reds lineup history that you probably wouldn't figure had beaten him. It was a solo home run. It was not off the bat of Joey Votto. In fact, it wasn't even off the bat of a current Red. Billy Hamilton hit a walk-off home run to deep left center field off of Josh Hader, September 4th, 2017. That is the only time that the Reds have ever beaten Josh Hader. Let that sink in for a minute. Because one thing that you will not remember Billy Hamilton for doing very often is hitting home runs. Sure, he'd run into some occasionally, but against Josh Hader? That's just baseball, baby. And I love it. I thought that'd be a great way to end today's podcast. Hopefully, we're talking about a series win over the Brewers on tomorrow's episode. Make sure you get your Jeff's junk mail in as well on the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159 or on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs or at the show at Locked On Reds. But that'll do it for us here today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Now, go check out the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. I'm sure he's going to be talking about the NBA playoffs, probably looking at some mini camp news around the NFL, and I'm sure baseball will be involved as well. Check it out, and I'll talk to every single one of you tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.